Welcome to Win the Future, a podcast where we chat with folks who are tackling the most significant challenges our communities face today to make for a better tomorrow. I'm your host, Rep Roaster. This is episode number 16. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Win the Future. This is episode 16, and I'm here today with a very special guest and good friend of the show, Jeff Spencer, who is the host of Sweeten Up with Jeff Spencer, a fellow podcaster. And uh, welcome to the show, Jeff. Brett, thank you so much for having me. It is so nice to see you. It's always a pleasure, and uh, I hope you're doing well. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. No, no, no. Pleasure's all on the side of the mic. But um, Jeff, tell me a little bit about... And, and for the folks listening about uh, your podcast and how it came about. Thank you so much for, for the question. Um, it's uh, been a, a lot of fun. Uh, so the podcast came about back in April of uh, last year now, uh, 2020. Uh, what a crazy year 2020 was. But, um, but I, I, got, I was unemployed from my job uh, when the lockdown took effect uh, shortly after March 20th. And, you know... Like anyone with a full-time job, once you find out you, you know, you're unemployed or you're not going to work and you're laid off for a little bit, you think, well, what am I going to do? And for me, I had a ton of different things on a long list of things that um, I wanted to get done, you know, cleaning up around my house, cleaning up my garage, you know, things that you can't normally do when you have a full-time job. So once I got all of that done and got organized and cleaned up, I uh, had extra free time because my job wasn't going to be taking me back until the first week of May. So I was trying to figure out what to do. And I always wanted to do a podcast because back in 2010 to 2013, I had a radio show with a good friend of mine, Ben Miles at Muhlenberg College in Allentown, Pennsylvania. And we had a lot of fun and I would either take the train from Bridgeport, uh, the Amtrak to uh, from Bridgeport to Philadelphia, and my friend Ben would pick me up. We would drive back to the college. We would do the show from 11 a.m. to two in the morning. Uh, it was 91.7 WMUH, the only station that matters, is what we used to say, and uh, it was a lot of fun. And you know, my friends and family would listen, and they said, "Man, you you really have a voice for radio. You should do radio." But you know, I I was becoming a paralegal, and I was starting to do that after after college. And, uh, you know, I, I really liked doing that. And my, my paralegal career was, was pretty far ahead. Um, you know, at that point of last year when I was unemployed. So I thought, well, I'm not just going to switch up my careers. So a lot of friends said, Hey, why don't you just start a podcast? You know, I've always, always into podcasts. I really like to talk to people. I'm very chatty. I'm very social. So they said, Hey, why don't you start a podcast? You've always talked about it. And see what happens, you know, maybe see if you can get some people on or just talk yourself. And I would thought, okay, you know, people are at home. It's a lockdown. Maybe I'll get a few extra listeners besides my friends and family and my grandma or something like that. <laughs> so, um, so I set out uh, the first week of April and I bought a $100 Blue Yeti microphone at Staples. It was one of the last ones they had because of the pandemic. In fact, I had to drive almost an hour from my house to get it. That's how badly I wanted to do it and, and start getting into it. So I bought the Blue Yeti mic and I took it home and I plugged it into my MacBook and I was just like, okay, let's go. And I tested it out and I hit up my friend Ben, who I did the radio show with. And I said, hey, Ben, I'm going to do a podcast. I would like to have you on the first episode. I feel like that would be just a really 
really awesome way to open things up, the little the pilot episode, so to speak. And he was like, sure. So I didn't know how to do a podcast or like, you know, something like a podcast virtually because I, you know, I wasn't really well informed of that. I knew we had Skype and then, of course, Zoom that took off, absolutely just took off during the pandemic. So I found that Zoom, you can record audio and video. Didn't know that. So I was like, great. So he came on. We did the first episode. We put it out on uh, YouTube, our YouTube channel. And uh, we only have three videos on our YouTube channel because uh, after the first three videos, I decided that I was going to just stay audio and just patch in guests via Zoom and just just use the audio and and call it good. And, you know, the first episodes were a lot of fun. I had a good friend of mine on, Chef Ralph Bellow, up in the Hudson Valley area of New York, and him and myself and my art director on the podcast, my good friend, Kurt Vinci, we chatted with him while he made fresh pasta in his kitchen of his home because he was doing Takeout Tuesdays, uh, a little pop-up thing at a um, friend of his restaurant in the Fishkill area. And uh, so we were chatting with him, and he was making pasta, and we were talking to him about everything he does in the restaurant business and, and how it's been affecting um, the restaurants and himself because of the pandemic. And, and it was great. And, and from there, we kept getting guests. I mean, uh, right after that, I had, I had a friend of mine, a good friend, Senator Gary Winfield, a uh, senator here in the state of Connecticut, and he came on, and that was a lot of fun. And then Will Haskell came on, Senator Will Haskell, and then Mayor Mark Bowden, and my really good friend, Rahib Ali Brennan, state representative. He's, he's amazing. I, I love that guy so much. And uh, they started coming on, and I started getting comfortable and, and gaining, you know, gra- you know, grasping what I was good at, what I wasn't good at as far as the conversations. And it just kind of kept going from there. And uh, I was super fortunate that they could come on and join me. And uh, and yeah, so that's kind of how it got started. And I, I get to do this with four of my best friends that I grew up with since elementary school, Morgan Lutzi, Kurt Vinci. Uh, Devin Sapelli, Nick Pasacreta, they all take a part in helping me do this. And so that's kind of how it, uh, it got, it got started. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And yeah, you've, I mean, your, your mix of guests between, uh, local businesses and, and some elected officials, uh, is, is fantastic. And how do you, how do you balance the, the questions you ask between, between those, those two, uh, obviously kind of not necessarily different audiences, but definitely a different set of questions. You know, one of the things uh, about the podcast is we wanted to have sort of a back and forth. We didn't really want to stay in one space. We thought, hey, let's have a politician this week, you know, maybe maybe two back to back. But then let's break it up and have a restaurant owner or, or something like that. And and the questions vary because, you know, with politicians, it's it's interesting. Some of them have just gotten their start. Some of them have been doing it for a long time. And the big thing about the podcast is I'm super curious about people's stories. Why do they, why, why is it that you do what you do? Where does that passion come from? Where does that drive come from? You know, is it something that you've always had inside you um, and you've done forever? Or is it something that recently inspired you and, and, you know, you just started and dove into it? And, you know, one of the really cool things is that I learned so much and and I really hope, you know, one of the big things is that if someone can listen to the podcast and learn something and be inspired to do 
positive things. That's really what it's all about. So the questions are really geared, uh, they're really geared for, you know, why is it you do what you do? But not only why is it you do what you do, but once you start doing what you do, what are, what are the positive things you're bringing to the community? What are some really great things that, that you've done um, that can inspire others? And so those are kind of the questions, you know, just trying to dig in, really understand these people, what, you know, what they do in their free time. Because one thing for me was, you know, there's so many great places that I like to visit, whether it's a, it's a local store or a local restaurant in, uh, in my town of Newtown or wherever it might be. And, and, you know, you have a bunch of places that you go and you like to go and you go in there and you eat your meal and it's great and you have a great time and then you leave and go home. But, you know, they're the owner and the, and the people that work there, they have a story. You know, why did they start their restaurant? What do they do in their free time? Um, you know, and I think it was really interesting to shine a spotlight on the people who own the places you love to go to. And the Newtown community has been so supportive and amazing my entire life. And so one of the places I started was in my town with the places I like to go to on a regular basis. So the questions are sort of the same. Um, really, why is it that you do what you do and, and, and everything like that? But yeah, it, it, it will vary based on you know, the, the politicians and businesses. But you know, one thing I notice at the end of the day, whether it's a politician, you know, a business owner, a restaurant owner, a CEO, a chef, musician, you know, all those people come on the podcast, is that there's one common goal at the end of the day is to breed positivity, spread positivity, be respectful to people, treat people the way you want to be treated and give back to the community. That's amazing. And what is the most interesting thing you've heard or the biggest wow moment personally that you've had thus far doing doing the podcast? So, so far in the podcast, I would say that the biggest wow moment is when the guest tells me exactly what I just said to you, that, you know, what they're doing inspired somebody else to do something or them owning a restaurant and going through, you know, the trials of that and, and, and opening it inspired someone else to open um, a restaurant. You know, I think one of the really awesome things also from doing the podcast uh, last year and into this year is hearing the stories of, of folks who, in the eyes of a pandemic, with everything that's going on, you know, when, when last year and, and now this year, because the pandemic, pandemic is still going on, you know, a lot of things seem unachievable given the current environment. And there's, I've been so inspired by the people who have come on who have opened a business during COVID or didn't let COVID stop them from achieving their dream. They just took it to another level. They just said, oh, okay, COVID, no worries. I'm going to still open my place. I'm going to be innovative and creative. I'm going to crush it. I'm not going to let COVID hold me back. And that has been the biggest wow moment for me is that even with all these odds, People have been able to do great things, open businesses, and 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 it's 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 really it's really remarkable. I mean, it's it really inspires me. Um, it makes me get really emotional sometimes when I hear these stories. And uh, yeah, that's definitely been the biggest wow factor, especially when um, it's someone who is young. I mean, in some cases, it's been you know I'm 29, and in some cases, it's it's folks younger than me 
that are opening businesses during COVID. So that's that's definitely been the biggest wow factor for me. That's great. And speaking of being young and in, in, in the midst of COVID, I know you recently uh, had COVID, right? And how how was yes. that experience? And and what what advice would you have for somebody who who may still control? Hopefully this doesn't happen, but somebody else who might contract it. I think it was the Sunday after Christmas. Um, I woke up and I wasn't feeling right. And I was just like, okay, you know, maybe it's just a bad cold. And I took a nap and I woke up and I still, I felt really hot. And I was thinking to myself, something is going, something's not right. I, I don't normally feel this way. And, you know, I've been going to work at my job because we're a telemedicine company. And what we do is very important to a lot of people all over the country. And, uh, you know, we're essential. So, you know, I always knew, I always knew that there was a chance that I could get it somewhere somehow. And, and I think it came from my job. Um, but, you know, we do a good job with masks and everything like that. But, uh, you know, that Sunday just wasn't feeling well. The next day, Monday, wasn't better, seemed to be getting worse. Tuesday morning, lost my taste and smell, found out that there were other people at my work that were testing positive. So I decided to go get a test and, you know, shout out to Danbury, Connecticut. Um, you know, Danbury's done a great job giving people resources, especially on their website, danbury.ct.gov. Um, cause that's where I went. Cause I didn't know, like, where do I get tested? Because I was in the, I was in the middle of insurances cause I had just got a new job. So I was in between, I didn't have insurance. And if you don't have insurance, um, you can't necessarily make an appointment I found for a COVID test. So I got in, you know, so I signed up on the CHC website, the community health center, Danbury went to Westcon, uh, where they're currently located doing tests. And I waited in line. And, uh, four hours later, I got to the front and got my test, uh, from a, um, wonderful national guard, uh, woman that was there and, uh, left. And two hours later, got my positive results on new year's Eve, uh, around noon on new year's Eve. So I thought, interesting, um, new year's Eve, I'm, I, I tested positive for COVID. I'm entering the new year with COVID, but, uh, I'm very fortunate. I had mild symptoms. I had all, I had every symptom. I checked off every symptom when you go on Google or you go to the CDC or the World Health Organization website. I had all the symptoms, but um, the worst it got, I had a 101 uh, fever for a few days. That's the worst it got. Uh, I would say the headache is probably the worst. Um, you know, if you have COVID and you're experiencing symptoms, definitely be, pre uh, be prepared for the headache uh, because it's, it can be pretty debilitating for sure. That was probably the worst part. That and losing taste and smell because I love food. I eat uncontrollably. It's a problem. And uh, I love all the local restaurants around here. And when I knew I couldn't keep supporting local because I couldn't taste anything um, and I couldn't go out, I was, uh, I was super bummed about that. I actually just recently got my taste and smell back. It took, took weeks after I um, recovered. But, um, you know, what I could say to people is I took Tylenol twice, a, uh, twice every six hours. And that definitely really helped. Um, there's some other... Uh, drugs I was hearing like Aleve and Advil that can sometimes make COVID worse. Um, I have a uh, uncle who was a pharmacist for 30 years at Danbury Hospital, and that's what he was telling me. And so, so yeah, so all I could say is just, you know, if you have it mild, um, like, like I do, and, and you're fortunate, just, um, you know, try to take something to definitely alleviate the pain, but just understand that, you know, you got this, you can, you can do it. You know, the encouragement from people and all the support that I got really helped. And so when people reach out 
and wish you well. That definitely gave, definitely made me feel good and definitely made me fight harder for sure. And um, I'm fortunate to be here. I know so many have lost their battle and I know how lucky I am. And um, I'm just, I'm very appreciative and fortunate. And I hope that anyone who gets it, definitely feel free to drop me a line and ask me any questions, uh, of course. Excellent. Well, and I'm so sorry you had it, but that's such great advice and insight. And Jeff, we're just gonna go to break really quickly and we'll be right back with Jeff Spencer. Thank you. When the Future is sponsored in part by Connecticut by the Numbers. If you're looking to learn more about what's happening and why, check out Connecticut by the Numbers, where every number tells a story. Connecticut by the Numbers goes beyond the headlines across the state. The Connecticut news that counts, visit ctnumbers.news or follow them at ctnumbers. We're back for the second half of the interview with Jeff Spencer, who is the host of the podcast Sweeten Up with Jeff Spencer. With it, which is tough for me to say with my braces, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Jeff, so at starting up the podcast, uh, which I, a lot of people are doing now, I think more and more uh, millions of people are listening to podcasts, getting their news that way. What was the toughest part about starting up? You know, it's interesting. Starting up really actually wasn't tough. Um, which I think is actually kind of cool and intriguing for anyone who wants to get into it because, um, you know, I had the time, you know, obviously when I went back to my job, finding time was, was interesting, but you know, I, I was, my, my job was flexible, made it work. And my new job is really great. They're huge supporters of my podcast. I think it's really awesome what, what we're doing, um, and trying to inspire people and hear these stories and, and spread positivity. And, um, you know, it, it was pretty easy. I mean, you can you don't have to go crazy on a microphone. You can buy a $10 microphone. I mean, it really doesn't matter. If you got something interesting to say, people are going to listen regardless of of the quality, what it's like, anything like that. Obviously, quality is definitely important. But uh, you know, and there's so many free podcasting um, you know, platforms uh and uh RSS feeds where you can just literally sign up for free and just start uploading your podcast and they send it off to all the other podcast platforms. Um, you know, right now we're, we're with anchor.fm and we've been really enjoying being with them because it's super easy. You just, you record the podcast, you drop it in and that's it. Now, one area that's kind of difficult for sure, um, on keeping it going and keeping it structured, so to speak, is that, you know, there's a lot of editing that goes into it. If you don't want to just, um, you know, if there's something that you said, or maybe you said a lot of ums or uhs or or buts or or you popped a lot in the mic, you know, there's certain edits that have to take place for it to sound good. And I'm so fortunate that a good friend of mine, Morgan Luzzi, um, he does the music. He, do, he he's the the guy who made the theme song for the podcast, and he edits it and he spends hours, you know, really making it sound good and making me sound good, which is really nice. Um, and then you know. Finding someone to do your artwork, you know, luckily my friend Kurt, he's been an animator for years and years, Kurt Vinci of Oculus Animation, and uh, he does the artwork. You know, my friend Nick, Nick Passacreta, he works for MLB.com as an editor and writer, so he helps edit and write uh, everything we do that involves editing of any kind or writing of any kind, whether it's questions or posts online or emails to guests to make sure that we're buttoned up and, and doing the best we can to look professional. And and, you know, my friend Devin, uh, he try he helps any way he can. He, he works a lot. Um, so I like to just give him an honorable, honorable mention here and there. And, and I appreciate them. And I think that's one of the hardest parts is, you know, 
having them allows me to just sit down in front of the mic and, and talk with the guest. And then when I'm done talking, they take care of the rest for me so I can just focus on doing what I do. We each have our role. So I guess what I could say is, is starting a podcast isn't difficult. You can, you can find a free platform. You can start recording with whatever you've got. You can record with your iPhone. I mean, iPhone quality recording through the iPhone is, is great. I mean, you can literally just record right on the Anchor.fm app and just hit upload and it'll just upload. Um, but if you want to really get more, uh, you know, technical with it and everything like that, definitely having having a team is is definitely a big thing. It can definitely help you focus on what's what's important uh, for you. No, that's great. And I would imagine start, to your to your point, your your job has been great about supporting the podcast, but still the the work life balance. And I guess work, work, and then life, considering that the podcast is a job in and of itself. But uh, can you tell a little, talk a little bit about how you've managed to do that? I owe my friends, um, my, my team on the podcast so much because without them, I don't think I'd be able to keep doing this with my, with my full-time job because while I'm at my job working, um, you know, Kurt's doing my merch store, putting my merch store together for the podcast or He's working on a logo or he's doing some animation for the podcast or, you know, my friend Morgan is working on, you know, a new uh, transition song in between my intro and, and coming, you know, and the guest coming on. And he's and he's going through my whole podcast episode, my recent one to listen to it. And he's putting the intro and the outro and the music and he's putting everything together. And and my friend Nick is is researching the guests and doing the writing. And, and that is really what has been has allowed me to to um, continue to do this with my with my full time job because without that it would be a lot it would be a lot I, I would be coming home from work and I would be spending hours editing hours working on the podcast myself and the fact that I have this help uh, has allowed me to keep going and I'm extremely extremely appreciative my friends they they really you know I say this in the outro all the time. Huge thanks to the guys who make it all happen. Love it. What what other podcasts do you listen to? I'm a huge, uh, well, back when it was still on, uh, the, the Church of What's Happening Now with Joey Diaz was probably my favorite podcast I've ever listened to, ever, because he, he had such a way of just talking and relaying experiences in his life to make you feel at ease. Um, back in 2019, uh, I unfortunately lost my mom and she was like, she was my best friend period. And, um, it was really tough for me. And he had lost his mom when he was in high school and he would talk about her, about her on the podcast from time to time about how, you know, the day that she passed and how he thinks of her and this and that, but he would give people advice on how to deal with it, how to handle it. Don't give up. Don't let it get, you know, be positive, stay strong, stay busy, do things that, um, you know, do things that you can um, pay respect to the ones you lost. And, and I really liked that. I really liked that a lot about him. He was very real. I like realness in podcasts. Um, and so I really like, uh, I really like to listen every once in a while to WTF with uh, Mark Marin. Um, you know, I I really do like this new podcast called uh, uh, Win the Future. Uh, it's really really good. This guy Brett Broser does a really really awesome job. Uh, I heard he's a prick. Um, Fitz, yeah, Fitz Dog Radio um, is really good with Greg Fitzsimmons. He's another real guy who just is just talks about real things. Um, 
Breaking Bread with Tom Papa, I'm a big fan of. Um, really love Tom Papa, another really down to earth, really cool guy. And, um, you know, my old job, I used to commute almost an hour. And now my new job, I commute 10 minutes. So podcasts used to be the thing I would listen to. And now I don't listen too much because my commute's a little different. And, uh, <laughs> but, uh, totally but those are those. Yeah, but those are some I like to listen to. Um, Pod Save America, I also I also do enjoy as well. All the more reason why people who are listening to this should go and check out Jeff's podcast. We'll have a link to it in the show notes. And uh, I'm a huge fan myself. And speaking of which, on the uh, local restaurant front, uh, my wife has Bar 333 in Milford. If you haven't been there, check it out. Uh, waiting for me downstairs, so I got to go get some food. But Jeff, I can't thank you enough for doing this. This is great. Everybody check out Jeff's podcast and Jeff, any, any departing words? First of all, Brett, thank you so much. You are such a positive light. You're really awesome. I'm so glad that we got to connect, uh, last year and such like a, such a hectic year. I've met so many great people in the last year and, and you were truly one of them. You're special. I really appreciate your friendship. I love what you're doing. Um, and really all I could say to, to end the podcast is, you know, respect people do be, be a kind person, you know, here in Newtown with everything that we've, we've had, unfortunately had to experience, you just be kind, be kind to everyone you meet. Cause you have no idea what they might be experiencing. You don't know their struggles. You don't know what could be going on behind their, behind their face. You know, they could be going through a lot and I just wish that more people could treat others the way they would want to be treated with respect and dignity and compassion. And I just really hope we get more of that because that's really what we need. And the more we do that, the more positive things can happen and, and everyone can grow. It's amazing, Jeff. And the admiration and friendship uh, consideration is mutual. And thank you so much for being on. And you're the man, Jeff. Appreciate it, buddy. Thank you, Brett. Take care, bud. Thanks. Take and care. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Win the Future podcast. Sponsored by the strategic communications firm, A Better Campaign. Make sure to visit our website at abettercampaign.com backslash win the future. Please don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts and share it with your friends. Thank you for tuning in. Please tune in again next Thursday for another episode of Win the Future.